We're the Valentins. And we are passionate about people. Every human was created for fulfilling relational connection. But that's not always what comes easiest. We know this because of our wide range of personal experience, as well as our years of working with people. So we're going to crack open topics like dating, marriage, family, and parenting to encourage, entertain, and equip you for a deeply fulfilling life of relational health. All right, babe, we're back. We sure are. Welcome back to Dates, Mates, and Babies with the Valentins. Um, we're going to have a little chat today about long distance relationships. We've mm. had a few people write in over the last year or so and ask questions about long distance dating. And we just thought, Hey, why not do an episode about that? So here we are long distance dating. <laughs> I'm glad I haven't had to do that. It's really tough. It can be really tough. Yeah. I mean, the only long distance really that we did was when we were dating you went on a missions trip to like... <laughs> That's not long distance well, dating. I'm saying you were gone for <laughs> what, eight days or something? Oh my, okay. Not the same. Not the same at all. But distance does make the heart grow fonder. That's what we learned. Yeah. While we've been married, we've done some distance, a little bit of distance. Trips are not long distance dating, babe. It's just, I'm just saying. Listen, Jay's wired to be up close and personal. So any length of time apart mm-hmm. is called long distance. It is. <laughs> when you're in a different city for, you know, extended period of time. Okay. That's not what we're talking about here today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We're not talking about how to take trips and save your marriage that's a good, in the midst that's of a good topic, travel. Though. But that is a good topic. Um, today, instead, however... We are talking about long distance relationships where you actually don't live in the same city. Yeah. Which would be tough. Yeah. So tough. But actually I was just, I was, we were just talking about how we have a good friend who is engaged to be married, who, um, dated her now fiance long distance for quite some time and they are planning their wedding and it's so exciting. And I feel like, um, they did a really good job of, kind of overcoming some of the challenges that you would encounter inside of a long distance relationship. So before we kind of dive into that, um, I think it would just be good to note that just kind of the way that the world is right now, um, I mean, just globalization and I don't know, the world just feels like a smaller place these days. You can get almost anywhere, anytime you need to. And so of course, long distance relationships are going to be really common in that space. Um, maybe not as common as traditional, you know, dating relationships, but they happen especially because of how prevalent online dating is. Um, which we'll probably do an entire episode on online dating at some point because it is an entire topic. Um, but within the context of all of that, a lot of couples are having to figure out long distance dating. So it'll be really great Probably what we'll do is after this episode, we'll invite people to write in their questions specifically mm-hmm. about long distance dating. And then maybe we can do a Q&A, um, like a follow-up Q&A. And maybe we could even have our friend join us for that chat who's yeah, just cool. engaged now. Anyways, so I think, you know, initially just kind of setting the stage, there would be a lot of how-to questions. If I'm in that space of being single and considering a long-distance relationship or an online dating relationship or a dating relationship with somebody that you met online, um, figuring out initially how to navigate a new relationship when you're not together. I would say 
and I'd like to know what you think about this, babe, but I would like to say the initial stages of a long distance dating relationship, super doable, right? Like there's a lot of ground you can actually cover in a long distance relationship at the beginning. I think the challenges become greater over time. Yeah. But what are, yeah, what do you think? Yeah. I think it depends on the person and because a lot of people have been in relationships before. And so with, I think coming, if you're coming into a relationship and you've been hurt in the past, or you have a, a lot of insecurity or fear about whether or not the individual is going to do a good job and pursue. And I think that sometimes it can be harder initially. It can be hard initially because <clears throat> you don't have that same felt, that same shared felt experience. And my initial reaction to online dating is, ooh, or, or even long distance is, ooh, that feels scary. Sure. Because how do you even know who this person really is? Right. And how do you know if they're like, if they're real and what their network friend network is? And like, if you can't yeah. see them in person. So I think the, yeah, like talking on the phone, like the shallow stuff I think is, is fairly easy, but the, it does really pose this greater challenge of when you're with somebody in person, you feel like you can read them way better because you can. Yeah. And so I think the big challenge at first would be, how do I know that this person is really who that they say they are. Absolutely. And so I think it, I think initially it's until you like really feel like you get to know them, I could see a lot of people feeling standoffish and it going, it actually going slower than a, I think people should go slower, but I think yeah, that, slower for sure. yeah, that it would be a little bit slower to build depth in relationship because I don't really know you. Well. Right. Okay, so forget online dating because I again I feel like that's like a whole another category. Yeah, I keep going online because online feels like long distance too. Well, it is potentially, but potentially not. Yeah. So a lot of online dating actually happens where you say I'm in this city and who else is in this city, and yeah. then we meet up for a drink or mm-hmm. you know dinner or whatever. So that's actually very not long distance necessarily, but long distance relationships specifically. Let's just say let's just throw out a scenario. Let's say you go to a wedding and you meet somebody there and classic, you meet on the dance floor and you discover, wow, we like each other. This is interesting. I wonder what this person is like. And then you leave the wedding and you're texting all weekend and you discover, well, even though he lives in Chicago and I live in San Francisco, we really hit it off. And I wonder what it would be like to kind of continue getting to know this guy. So you try getting to know him. And you know enough to know you've got mutual friends. You had a great time at the wedding. You both like to dance. Those are all Mm -hmm. huge pluses. Where do you go from there? How do you actually being in a separate city start to build some sort of connection or get to know each other well enough to find out, is this actually interesting to me or not? Yeah. I love that scenario. It's, it's time, right? So it's like so much time and I'd love to hear your thoughts too, but so much time in intentional calling. So I think right away you, you have to be more intentional with going, especially with long distance going, Hey, when in your calendar during the day, does it work for us to actually communicate? Because you're not going to just randomly run into each other. Right. And, but I think you need enough time 
because there's less connection, you need enough time to build momentum through, you know, zooming in FaceTime and texting and talking about what things are important to you. Right. Mm -hmm. And what things like you have to go, go deep enough because you don't have the physical connection. So you don't have that drive in the relationship. Right. So you need something to drive the relationship and it has to be depth. Eventually you have to get to the place where, wow, our goals and visions line up. Wow. Um, our, I'm really actually am interested in what you do and wow, you're, you are really interested in me and mm-hmm. you're intentional. Like you have to get there somehow and add depth to the relationship yeah. because you don't have the physical things where you're going out and doing fun stuff. So that's gone. Yeah. So you have to build depth inside of the communication in the relationship at first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think long distance dating, you'd still have the same goals that you would have in another date in a you know more traditional dating relationship or in person, because ultimately in a dating relationship, you're trying to, you're, you're on a journey of building trust with each other. So, mm-hmm. you know, the foundation of a healthy relationship would be trust. And so when you're dating someone, you're, you're doing and not doing certain things based on your goal, which is to build trust with this other person, build a connection with them that is full of trust. And so as I'm thinking about building trust with someone who you're not going to see on a regular basis, but you're just going to talk to, I think there probably are some cool advantages that you would discover at the beginning of the relationship Mm. Like I said, I think that probably challenges creep in as, as you keep building because naturally there's things that you can only do in person. But I think at the beginning of a long distance relationship, it's kind of cool because you get the opportunity. I mean, you're not going to date somebody long distance if they do not have the capacity to be very intentional and to carve out time and to have good, meaningful conversation. You're actually just not going to do that at all. Whereas if you live in the same city as somebody and there's some sort of like chemical reaction between the two of you, or you find yourself really attracted to each other, or you have a good time in your group of friends, you could be friends with somebody all day long and even go on a couple fun dates before realizing, wow, he's really bad at carrying a conversation or man, it seems like there's like some sort of weird block where he's not actually going there with me or, you know, so I think in a long distance relationship, you do have the advantage of kind of discovering right out the gate. Does this person have the capacity to have a meaningful, not physical connection and yes or no kind Mm. of helps you pass go. And I think there's a lot of cool conversations you can have with somebody. I'd also say like, because the goal is to build trust you should still be asking yourself some of the same questions you would be asking yourself in person, which is like, okay, even within the realm of deep and meaningful conversation, what's appropriate for the, you know, just getting to know someone Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, down the line, you're going to, you're going to increase in the intimacy levels, even within your conversation. So maybe one of my cautions to people that are dating long distance would be, gosh, isn't it so much easier to share vulnerably and openly with someone over a text message or even a phone call than it is in person? And I think we have to be careful because my gosh, I'm thinking back to the days of like when I was in college, we had, um, AIM, 
Do you remember that? No. AIM? Oh, AIM, yeah. Yeah, AIM. So AOL Instant Messenger. And it was like, you know, you're supposed to be studying, yeah, but you're up late into the night messaging your crush on <laughs> AIM. And my word, the things that you say over AIM at 1 a.m. versus... yeah the kinds of things you would say if your brain was working, if you're like on an actual date with somebody, it's very different. So I think that's probably the caution, right? Of long distance communication is like, well, does our communication actually match the level of trust that we have with one another and commitment level we have with one another? So you're going to have to go at a pace that is still appropriate, but more than appropriate. Cause I think that can be more subjective your your goal is to build trust your mm. goal is to see if you can build trust so i think going gently let's say that you are building trust with that person and and the relationship starts to take off a little bit because i really trust mm -hmm. this person there's so much more to a relationship than just trusting someone oh yeah and so i guess what do you think the best way to start to build some like, I don't know, some camaraderie and fun. Yeah. And like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think, again, like we haven't done this, right? I've never been in a long distance relationship, but I do think that figuring out how to um, not just set aside time for talking. I have one of my good friends has dated a couple people long distance and there's kind of this like make or break it point where you're like, well, we're not going to date long distance if we can't actually hold a conversation. So mm -hmm. check that box. Once yeah. you, once you've checked that box, how, how do you go to the next level with somebody that's not in the same town as you? And I do think that to some degree you'd be figuring out like, can we actually have fun in a creative connecting way? even if we're not together. So it is going to take some creativity and some intentionality. And I imagine that figuring out how to communicate care to someone long distance, figuring out how to communicate interest and prioritization to someone who is not in your town, you're going to have to think outside the box. This to me is where you have to really put on your creative hat. Yeah. And your creative muscles are going to be massive. So sharing sharing dinners together, right? So let's cook dinner together. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, I even think sending sending gifts that you open together or even sending yeah. a meal to one another yeah. and where you're doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, there's lots of different ways to do it. I've heard of couples who share a journal together. And so sending it back and forth, especially mm -hmm. as you're build, you know, building depth in the relationship and it's mm -hmm. appropriate where that has been like a big thing for them, right? Because I get the journal and I get to read it and then I mm -hmm. get to enter some stuff into it and send it back to you every week where it's just creating this momentum. So you're just thinking about what that would cost and how come you wouldn't just do like a shared Google Doc or whatever. Because yeah. <laughs> there's something to writing totally. it down in paper and the anticipation of getting it. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I think um, also it would be really helpful to get to know the friend group because there's a lot of things that you could do through friends, like mm -hmm. have, have a friend go pick up flowers and drop it off. And, yeah. You know, all those things that, again, you're trying to go, I'm intentional. I'm, yeah. I am purposeful. I am creative. I'm going to be pursuing. Cause if you don't, if you can't 
up the level of creativity in the relationship, it's not going to last. Right. I do think too that there's just no getting around at some point being in person. Oh yeah. And so you need to spend a decent amount of time being in person before you're ever going to feel, well, before you ever should feel like, wow, this person really is all the things that we love to do, all the things that we've done virtually, yeah, all the conversations that we've had, like being with them in person, because what long distance doesn't afford you is real time triggers, right? Real time challenges and troubles. And how many, how much of our day, babe, is like real time triggers and challenges? Yep. So much. Right. So at some point you got to be in person and spend yeah. enough time in person that you really know, like they are who they yeah. say that they are. Yeah. Most like successful long distance relationships that I can think of. And by success, I mean, they're happily moving forward and growing in their levels of intimacy and connection and trust. They're moving towards like, yeah, we're, we're going to, we're, we're doing this because we actually feel like we could see ourselves getting married someday. Well, couples that are, that I can think of who've moved well through long distance have actually created a schedule of Mm. visits where they actually do go back and forth. So I don't know how you would have a long distance relationship that is moving in a direction unless you plan your time together Mm -hmm. because you do need to get to know each other's community. That's a really big deal. The thing about long distance relationships is it'd be very easy to just isolate the relationship to the two of you. It's just one-on-one all the time because you're not going to, you know, you're probably not doing like group FaceTime calls with all your friends or, but maybe you could, but you know, I just think one-on-one is good, but you need to create space where you experience each other inside of your community and get to know each other's cities and, you know, share, figure out if you actually can share hobbies or interests. What do you do for fun together? How do you, you know, how does your significant other refresh and recreate? Mm -hmm. You got to kind of experience those things about one another. And then of course, I think like you're alluding to, there's, you might get into it some long distance. You might get your feelings hurt that, that, you know, they're five minutes late to the phone call every time or something like, you know, things like that. Obviously things come up, but there's a lot of really necessary rub that takes place when you're in person. So, you know, you're driving next to that, that person in the car, you're experiencing them experience the traffic. What is this person like when we're in the middle of bad traffic? That's actually super helpful information. Mm -hmm. You know, what does it look like? What does it feel like to be with this person when he's triggered or when his buttons are pushed or, um, when he got bad news or what? Yeah. Yeah. The real time dynamics of life when those play out and you're together, I think you can make much better decisions about what kind of partners you are. And then, you know, ultimately I, I would think that you would need to be on some sort of predictable schedule so that you have times that you know you can expect to see one another and build and grow. I have a, um, there's a, a person that wrote in uh, not that long ago that 
she asked a specific question. Basically, she had been in a a long distance relationship for quite some time. And it was kind of at the point of like, okay, what are we going to do next? Like, how do you actually, when you're dating long distance, where do you draw the line? Like, how do you know enough is enough of being apart? We either need to break up if we're not actually willing to figure out how to blend our lives together, or we need to get engaged and get married and get the show on the road. So I think that's a great question because there is only so much you can do. If your goal is marriage, there's only so much you can do while you're apart from each other. And I don't know, what would you say about that? Like, how do you know when to, oh my gosh, do, am I dating this person seriously enough that I should actually leave this life that I've built in Minneapolis and move all the way to, you know, Mobile, Alabama? Like, how do I know if I do that? That's like quite a, quite a change. Yeah, I think that that's where you should essentially be moving into further and further sacrifice in order to answer that question, which is going to be, man, some of your vacation time is going to be spent in that person's city and experiencing one another to the point where you can start to see yourself either in that city or they could see themselves in your city and you're deciding like, this is worth risking everything for this is worth the, you know, the it's worth all my vacation days to do that. And this is the only thing that really matters because the truth is like, if you can't get to that point, then, you know, it's probably a good sign that they're not somebody that's, that's worth it to you. Right. And it's going back to what are you looking for in a relationship and in a future partner? Because if you're dating someone long distance and you can't see yourself in their city at some point and they can't see themselves in your city, then you've pretty much got a stalemate, you know, right. somebody has got to have the ability, the flexibility to go, yeah, I could leave this place. I could yeah. leave my family. I could, I could do all this. Like you were the one in our relationship that said, man, I could not go back home and I would be okay. Right. Where I was like, that's not even an option for me. Moving right. to your your city wasn't an option. No. And so I really do think that this is where it it starts to cost you something more. I had a guy in Braveco. He had been dating a girl for quite a while. Um, and they were running, running up against the same thing. Except for they had been dating like six months and hadn't seen each other yet. Ooh. And they were 12 hours away. Wow. And I kept telling him like, hey, dude you're only 12 hours away and I know that 12 hours can be a long ways, but it's, it's not that long, you know, to date for six months and never be in this, in the same city as the girl. I'm like, you either have to decide that she's worth the sacrifice and the financial cost and the vacation days and go see her or there's your answer. Yes. She's not right. She's just a convenience to you and you're just a comfort to her. Like, there has to be more. And so totally. that's where, to me, you are, when you, when you know that I'm willing to spend my time, money, effort, energy, vacation days on being with you together in the city, like, because we've built such a strong bond, that to me is like, that's when you start to know, okay, we've got something here. Now, where are we going to live and yeah. how are we going to make this work? Yeah, absolutely. I think so. Do you have any more thoughts on that? Well, I think ultimately, you know, dating is a risk. 
just in general, you know, you're risking putting your heart out there and mm. getting attached and feeling connected and you're risking what would feel like rejection if the other person decides it's a no. So I think that if dating in general is a, a risk to any, you know, to some mm-hmm. degree, no matter what, then long distance dating, when you get to that spot of realizing, okay, we either need to be in the same place or call it quits. Obviously that's going to be an enormous risk to take. And I think that this is where having people in your life are going to become really important. Like it's really important that when you're making these incredibly huge life decisions that you're not doing it in a box Mm. with you and yourself and your significant other. Ideally you would have already built a connection with this person that includes them in, you know, when they come to visit, they're folded into your community. They're spending time with your friends. They're getting to know your life. Your, the people that know and love you the most are speaking into that relationship as they're getting to know your significant other. And I do think, you know, Jason mentioned, you mentioned this at the beginning, but I do think this is where like, allow yourself to take more time, you know, because if you're going to find yourself in a situation where you have to take that big of a risk or make that big of a jump, like moving to another city, mm-hmm. you want to have taken your time. You don't want to make that decision to just up and leave the life that you've built. You know, you don't want to be, be, um, rash in making those kinds of decisions and you want to feel safe as you're making them. I think one of the ways that we that we create safety around ourselves in risky situations is by empowering a community of people that you've poured into to be able to speak into your life. I think those are the kinds of things that help us make great big decisions. Mm -hmm. And so that, that would probably be a huge emphasis for me. That's a, that's a high value for us is that we don't make huge decisions on our own. We involve, depending on the kind of decision we're making, we involve different ones who are in our life. So I think that's a huge safeguard. Yeah. I agree. And I would be willing to say, this is the truth. I actually wouldn't be interested in dating somebody seriously long distance unless I knew that they had a solid community in their city. I don't even think I'd be very interested in somebody if I couldn't, if I didn't know for certain that they knew how to do friendship well. Yeah. And that there again, like you're going to have to risk some time, effort and energy into you know, getting to know someone good enough to, to tell how good yeah, is their friend group. For sure. And when we were dating, your best friends didn't live in our city. Yeah. And right. so it took, it took, it took me being intentional enough to reach out and get on the phone with them and spend time with them, talking to them and talking about the kids and asking questions. I remember being on the phone with Margaret and Summer, um, quite frequently just to build that relationship yeah. with them. Yeah. And Which that, was so meaningful for them. They loved that about you. Yeah. Well, and for me, it was like, I was really wanting to build trust with you and wanting to build trust with them. Right. And I figured if I didn't like them, if they, if they weren't great people and great friends, then, you know, that says something about totally. you as well. Totally. So yeah, I just think honestly, dating long distance can be a really great 
way to see how intentional somebody is. Absolutely. But the success rate is definitely going to be lower because the challenges are so much higher. Totally. So if you're a person who's just fly by the seat of your pants, um, has a hard time keeping a schedule, has a hard time being on time and being intentional, it's probably going to just be <laughs> a death gig for you. No, <laughs> it's not. But if you're someone who has a lot of time and you're able to be really intentional and creative, and <clears throat> I think also, you know, a little bit more secure in who you are and, and in your ability to overcome challenges, it, it's a great option because you open up yourself to a whole bunch more possibilities than yeah. just your, your little town or city can, can provide. So yeah, potentially absolutely. could potentially be a good deal. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, folks that wraps up our chat about long distance dating. It'll be interesting to hear what some of your questions are if you're in that spot specifically and if you've run into, um, you know, either issues and struggles or if you've found some really great uh, tools to crack the codes of long distance yeah. dating. It'll be fun to hear from you guys after this week's episode. Yeah, it's true. Um, hey, we have our marriage intensive. Our signups are happening now. And so if you are interested, if you're married and you're interested in taking your marriage to the next level, learning some tools, tactics, and also partnering together with other couples um, and growing your marriage, this intensive is for you. It's six weeks long. We start the second, Jan uh, the second Tuesday in January, uh, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 Pacific Standard Time. And um, honestly, it's going to be really cool. We have a bunch of couples already signed up. Yep. And to me, one of the best parts is literally is just the camaraderie that happens between the couples and, uh, and then Lauren and I being able to, to partner up with you guys and lead you. So if you're interested in that, you can go to jasonandlaurenvalentin.com and check out the registration page there. There's a bunch of info um, and you can sign up for that. Otherwise, have an incredible week. If you love our podcast, please share it. Please like it. Um, subscribe to it if you haven't subscribed. Leave a comment for us too. We love to read the comments that you guys leave. Um, yeah, that helps us a bunch. But otherwise, have an awesome week. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.